0: Welcome to the show. Hello, 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 Purpose Girls. I am so excited. Tomorrow, March 8th, is International Women's Day, and I cannot think of a better way to celebrate than to share with you many of the amazing women who have inspired me and to get you thinking about who inspires you as well as how you can inspire other women, because that is what is needed now, right? There is so much that is still out of balance in terms of equality, in terms of, you know, whether it's in the United States, around the world, many women still don't have right to vote, And here in the United States, women still don't get paid as much. So we have to be the ones who are inspiring each other to reach our full potential, to really go for it, to get out of the old stories and to living that, yes, scary, scary, sometimes crazy scary dream, that purpose that is inside of you. You living your happiest life because you deserve it. And that is how we are going to change the world one woman at a time. Before I begin, I want to let you know that we are going to be doing a Q&A episode soon. I got so much feedback from all of you that you love when I answer your questions. So please, we are taking your voice questions right now. Go to PurposeGirl.com forward slash voicemail. It's in the show notes as well. And leave me a little voice message about what questions you have, what you want me to answer on that. And if you just want to say hello, I love hearing from you. Many of you send me a note on Instagram at Karen Rockhind. Many of you connect with me on Facebook at Coach Karen Rockhind or through the Purpose Girls, the very free Purpose Girls Women's Happiness Network group. And I love hearing from you, love building this community because that's what this is all about. So let's begin with International Women's Day. The theme for this year is better the balance, better the world. In fact, there's a hashtag balance for better that I will be hashtagging all over the place on March 8th. And when I think of balance and I read this theme, I was a little bit surprised because I often think that balance means work-life balance. And of course, it's so important right? I am someone who is a workaholic, to be honest, and it's something I'm working on right now. I turned my purpose, my passion into a career, which means that I love doing it. And so I think about it all the time. I talk to my husband about it all the time. And since he works in my business, he edits this podcast and does all the behind the scenes at Purpose Girl. We literally were at Valentine's Day dinner talking about work and I had to say, oh my gosh, okay, pause. We need to talk about something else. Because I love working that much, but I've been realizing I too need the balance. That's why I started taking dance classes. I actually started taking erotic dance classes recently and he and I are going to start doing, we used to do like um, salsa lessons and swing dancing. So he and I are looking at taking a class like that and maybe I'm going to take an art class. So we have to have that kind of balance. And often companies, when they do a program for women, like I go out and I speak at companies like Capital One, Progressive Insurance, BMW, any of you who work for a company and you have a women's effort, I'd love to talk to you about coming in. And often when they have these women's groups, right, these employee resource groups for women, they want to talk about balance. And it's so important that we have a balanced life. And it's something I'm working on right with you But as I read about this theme for International Women's Day, it went beyond balancing work and the rest of your life. Rather, it was a call to the world. So this idea of balance for better, they say, is a call to the world. And I'm going to quote their website. Balance is not a women's issue. It's a business issue. The race is on for gender balanced boardroom. A gender-balanced government, gender-balanced media coverage, a gender balance of employees, more gender balance in wealth, gender-balanced sports coverage. Gender balance is essential for economies and communities to thrive. Right on. So as I read this, I thought, yes, this is exactly what balance is. There's our own personal balance, which is something that we all work on. And that is a theme that we talk about over in the Purpose Girls group. But this is... How do we create more balance in the world, balance equality of men and women and transgender and heterosexual, homosexual, like all races, balance of of beautiful diversity? How do we create more balance? And so this is really our opportunity for collective action. It's shared responsibility for driving a more gender-balanced world. I mean, how else are the girls growing up today going to know that they can do anything except to see it from us, right? How else are the little boys going to know that they can do anything, that the women that they might be with one day might you know, want great balance and be out there in the world making more money than them if they don't see it? So International Women's Day is really a global day to celebrate the economic, the cultural, the political, the social, the incredible, the happiness achievements of other women, while also creating a call to action for all of us to do our part of creating more balance. And that might be balance within your household. Like this weekend, I was with my college girlfriends. We do an annual reunion. We've known each other for 26 years and we still get together every year. It's Absolutely incredible. I feel so blessed. And we were talking about even the ways that we were raised different than our brothers. Right. So we're modern. So it's not like, you know, we're 80 years old and it was a previous generation. But even in our group. We had There was a lot of imbalance and we got into a conversation about how do we teach, right between my friends, I, I don't have any birth children at this point, as you know, but they have 13 children and about half of them are girls. So we got into this conversation, how do we teach girls that they can achieve? How do we teach girls to love their bodies? How do we teach girls to know and respect their own selves, their own intelligence, their own beauty, every single thing about them? And that's why celebrating International Women's Day Is so important. Celebrating it within your home by talking about the achievements of women, by talking about equality, by talking about balance. Celebrating International Women's Day at your office, at your business, even if it's just sharing within your four walls celebrations or sending out notes of gratitude to different women that you work with, saying, Thank you for working on that report. It was awesome, you did such a great job, or saying to a woman who's inspired you, whether it's in your office or out, send a note to someone you don't know. I've been doing this lately. I've been sending these notes to these authors that I love and adore and inspire me and saying thank you because you inspire me to do what I do. You inspire me to make me a better woman. And this is why to honor International Women's Day, we're talking about the women who inspire you. So, take this question. Who inspires you? I want you to think of one woman right now who has really lifted you up, who you look at and you admire, who you respect. Think about at least one woman who does inspire means in spirit, right? So they're lifting up your spirit. They're imbuing you with positivity, with courage. They're showing you hope, Showing you what's possible, showing you how to fall down and dust yourself off and get back up. So, who inspires you? I was working with a coaching client in New York City a couple of years ago, and she came to see me and she just felt so down, just stuck. And we started talking about her life, and she hated her job. It was an hourly job where she didn't make a lot of money, she had to wear their uniform. She was just on her feet all day, just felt no inspiration. So I asked her this question, who inspires you? And I asked her her homework, because when you work with me as a coaching client, I'm gonna give you homework every week and it helps. So her homework was to write down five women, at least five, who inspire her. And then she came back the next week and we started looking at why these women? What was it about these women? Well, as we went through each and every one of these women, from Jackie O, to another lifestyle coach that she knows, every single one of them had this glamour about her. Every single one of them was like incredibly glamorous. And she loved diving into Vogue. She loved like just watching style. And here she was in this, you know, kind of company uniform, hourly wage job that just didn't serve her. And listen, we, we all need to do what we need to do to be able to eat. But there was something in her that was wanting that glamour. And so we started looking at, what would be glamorous for you right now? And it hadn't even occurred to her that right now, where she was, she could start making her life a little bit more glamorous. Yeah, she wears the company uniform, but what about trying a little bit of makeup? What else would be glamorous for her? Well, did she have any money to go buy one shirt or one dress or one pair of pants that felt glamorous to her or one oversized sunglasses that just felt super glamorous to her? So she started doing that, and then we started discussing what else would be glamorous for her, right? She started perking up. She started feeling better about herself. And she said, travel. So we started saying, she's like, oh, but I can't travel. You know, I have to work. So we started saying, well, are there any jobs you could do while you travel? (laughs) Like, are there jobs? So we explored that there were a couple of jobs she could do. One, she could teach English as a second language. She was single and like 25, 26. And the other is that she could get her virtual assistants license. So a lot of people like me hire an assistant that lives anywhere in the world to be able to help our businesses. So she did both. She got her teaching license for teaching English as a second language. She got her license to do virtual assistant work and she flew off to Asia in a one way ticket. And then this woman came to life because she was living this glamorous life. And it doesn't mean it was glamorous 24 hours a day, But she allowed these other women to inspire her. So who inspires you? For me, it's women who have been through the trenches and have come through stronger. For me, it's women who have been through the trenches and they have come through stronger. First and foremost, my grandmother, Marianne Reinstein. She is no longer with us, and I have talked about her once, maybe twice on the podcast But my grandmother, Marianne, otherwise known as Mitzi, was a Holocaust survivor. And she was a young girl, a teenager in Vienna, Austria, when Hitler invaded Vienna. And she was no longer allowed to live the life that she had known. Her family, my great-grandparents were very wealthy business people. They owned a hat factory My grandmother thought she would never have to work a day in her life. She was probably going to get married to somebody and just dance and play. And she was beautiful and blonde and blue eyed. And my grandmother was able to escape because of that blonde hair and blue eyes. The Jews had to line up. In fact, everybody in her town had to line up. And she went into the Jewish line and a soldier came over and put her in the non-Jewish line because she has blonde hair and blue eyes. And we still don't know if that soldier was just being kind and saving her life, or if indeed he thought she wasn't Jewish. And she said, no, 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 I'm supposed to be in that line. And he said, no, no, come back to this line. And that was what saved her life. My grandmother came here to the United States with nothing. In fact, she didn't even know the language. Her mother had hired my grandfather. They were friends at the time. Her mother had hired my grandfather to teach her English. But she never wanted to study. She just wanted to go out dancing. So they would go dancing. They would go ice skating. But she never studied English. And then she arrived in the United States knowing no English with no money. She did have an uncle in New York who she didn't know, but who met her in Ellis Island, right, in New York City, and said to her in German, no more German. And he would not allow her to speak one word of German for the entire time that she lived with them. And yet, here my grandmother, who was supposed to have this glamorous life, she went to work. She would talk about how she went on the subway every day for a nickel. It was a nickel to ride the subway in New York City. I think now it's like 275 or something. And she went to work in someone else's factory. Now, this was a woman who was going to inherit a big factory, and she went to work in someone else's factory every single day. And She learned the language. And then it's a beautiful love story. My grandfather ended up escaping he he also he was in Dachau and then he ended up coming to the United States and they re-met and they married and then they had a beautiful life and the thing about my grandmother that inspires me she never complained once she never complained about the life that she didn't have or the life that she thought she was going to live she instead made her life of service she became a teacher's assistant she raised two beautiful children my mom and her brother my uncle and she became a teacher's assistant, and she worked in the local school helping the teachers. She was on the sisterhood at the synagogue. She and my grandparents were the kind of people who went to visit everyone when they were sick, made meals for other people. She never wanted to talk about the challenge. And that's very common for Holocaust survivors, but it just was so incredible that she was not a victim. She rose above. Second woman who has inspired me is my mother. My mother, Gladys Rockkind, is... Honestly, perfection. She is a woman who she's gotten this incredible mindset. She was a professional her whole life. She's like Mensa level genius, but said in her day, you know, women didn't become doctors. Otherwise, she would have. So she became a teacher so she could be home with us when we got home from school. But my mother wasn't just a teacher, right? My mom got into the community college system when it was early on. And my mom set her sights on this big career. So she was a teacher, but she became the head of her math department at her college. And then she ran that math department for like 20 or 30 years. And not only did she do that, but she was one of the first community college math teachers to experiment with different technologies. So then she ended up going to all these conferences around the United States and teaching other community college math teachers how to use advanced technology to teach their classes. Like My mother is a rock star. Because beyond that, she woke up every morning and she made all of our lunches, including my dad's, even though he came home every day for lunch, she still made his darned lunch every single morning. So it was in the refrigerator waiting for him when he came home for lunch. She made all of us dinner, home-cooked dinner every single night while my dad watched TV. Now, it's not to say that my dad was a jerk or anything, that. he's wonderful. It's to say that my mother did it all. And that is the model that I grew up with. But There's a story about my mother that is so inspiring to me. You know, from her, from my grandmother, I learned about surviving and thriving and never letting my old story hold me back. From my mother, I learned that you can do anything you set your mind to, that you are completely capable and to dream big, go high. So when my mom first started working at the community college, all of the other professors in her department were men. And it was her first week and there was no coffee. Right. So there was a coffee pot, but there was no coffee. The only other women in the department were the secretaries and they weren't assistants at the time. She says they were called secretaries. Right. So the coffee pot was empty and someone walked by her office and said something. And my mother, "Ah, okay, I wanted she wanted coffee, but she would not make the coffee. And she said she knew that day that if she made the coffee, she would be expected to make the coffee forevermore. Right. It was like she she was so young and she had this knowing that because she was the only woman in the office, that if she made the coffee that the other men would expect it and they would have because they left her out of meetings because they gave the men raises when they didn't give her one, even though she was this exceptional teacher because they started her at a lower salary and she knew it. So my mom in this beautiful, like silent, right, power and strength doesn't have to be loud and aggressive. She did this like silent act of power and strength where she just chose, I'm not making the coffee. And in 30 years, they never asked her to do it again. She just didn't make coffee. She didn't make a big deal when someone, someone didn't actually ask her like, Gladys, make the coffee, but they just said, oh, the coffee's out. And it was almost like they were expecting it. And she did this beautiful act. And so from my mother, I learned that we can do anything. We stay focused. And it's those silent acts. And you just stand in your own integrity. I have a client right now who has cancer. And she emailed me that she wanted to work together when she thought that she was going to be cleared after her last chemo treatment. But instead of being cleared, they said, you need two more. And she said, oh, I can't do that. What's the point of coaching? And I said to her, absolutely not. We are moving forward, right? This is. You are going to keep your eyes set on the future, you know you why did you want to do this and it's not that I was forcing her but she knew and she was like you're right I know what I'm here for and this is a woman who she is a life coach herself she's certified in positive psychology which is how I know her I taught her positive psychology and she said I need this because I know that I'm here for something I know that all of this difficulty that I've been going through is going to help other people going through cancer so you're right And she started coaching and she was like so happy. She's like, I'm so happy I did this. I feel so much hope. And she was like really feeling great. And then after those two treatments, she got news that again, the tumor has not gone away. And she inspires me because when that tumor didn't go away, this is just a week or two ago, we had a phone conversation and we talked about what do you want your children to know while you are alive? What do you want people to know? What must people know? What has your journey taught you? And we started talking about what her journey has taught her. We started talking about what she now knows after living on this earth, whether she has one week, one month, or the next 20 years, doesn't matter. She gets to live her purpose right now by not letting, yes, that cannot imagine what she's going through, but by not letting it get her down. And so she said, you're right, I'm going to do this. So that's her homework right now, is to write down her story, write down her lessons for everyone who needs it, whether she lives for the next 50 years, and I hope she does or not. And that is a woman who inspires me. Another woman who inspires me is Jen Sincero. If you have not read her books, You Are a Badass, or You Are a Badass at Making Money, you must, right? It's, the links are in the show notes. You must. Jen Sarah went from being totally broke to becoming a multimillionaire and having books on the New York Times bestselling list. Now, it might seem super far-fetched, except the fact that she did it shows that it's possible. So she was actually a musician. She had moved to L.A. She had broken up with somebody, went into a deep depression, right, which so many of us have been through. I know I have. She had no idea what she was going to do with her life. She still wanted to pursue music, but she had no money. And so she began freelancing because she had done some writing, and so she started picking up a teeny bit of money, but really, she was super broke. And so she asked herself, "Is this really the best that I can do?" And so, even though she was super skeptical of self-help, and if you read her book, she will say, like, "I know this sounds ridiculous. I know that this sounds crazy." she decided that she would start looking into it because she thought, like, what are my options at this point? I'm broke. I broke up with this person I was deeply in love with. I've got nothing. So I may as well give this self-help thing a try. And by reading things like Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now, by reading through mindset books, money mindset books, by like really getting into what are the old stories that hold her back, she realized I am in charge of my own life. I'm in charge of my own life. And I love this passage from her book, You Are a Badass at Making Money. Take responsibility for the fact that you created everything in your life via your thoughts, beliefs, focus, actions, and energy, and that you have the power to shift your mindset, raise your frequency, and create new things that will serve you better. Get out of victim mode, she says, and into badass mode. There is no greater teacher than experience. Her books are so good. Seriously, when I need a kick in the butt, which I totally need, you know, a few times a year, right? Because I'm, I'm human. My brain will get the best of me. My subconscious beliefs, old stories about not being good enough, not being this, not being that, they will take over, right? As she says in this book, you have to have unshakable faith, an unshakable belief because you got to be, oh, I love this. She says, you need to be ruthless with yourself because there are so much out there and so many people out there that will try to hold you back, right? You have so much conditioning from your past. You have so many other people who say, are you crazy? Why are you even thinking about that dream? Who are you to you know, think that you're going to write a book or be Oprah or whatever it might be or start a business or become a nurse or start a nursery school? There is so much out there. And so we have to be ruthless in our mindset. And what I love, she's hilarious. She's spot on in her advice and her story is real. She literally made it work. And the way that she figured all this out, she did self-help. And then she found out about a local group of women that were getting together with a coach in order to brainstorm different business ideas, which, by the way, I think I should do here in Philadelphia. Send me a note if you want me to start doing that, because I'm like, that's an awesome idea. And so she hired this coach and it was a game changer. It was a game changer for her. And I get it because it was a game changer for me too. I remember the first time I went to work with a life coach and I found out about his package and how it worked and I was so excited. And oh my God, this is the person that's finally gonna get me unstuck and onto my dreams. And then he shared with me what the coaching package investment was. And I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no. Are you crazy? Right, like I can't spend a couple thousand dollars and so I said, no. And then a month went by and I still hadn't moved on my dreams. Like I made the tiniest progress because I started thinking about it and I can do it. I can do it. But after a week or two of me just telling myself I can do it and starting to make phone calls, like I went back into the same pattern, right? For a month, maybe it was two months. And then I said, you know, what? I'm not getting anywhere. And so if this guy can help me just make $2,000 or whatever it was, like if this guy can help me get off the time. If this guy can help me be happier and more fulfilled in my life, even if I don't make any money, like it will be worth every penny. And so I did. I hired him and I'm sitting here now living, living my purpose. And so Jen has this incredible advice in here that is her story and how she did it. And I'm just so impressed and inspired by her. So I highly recommend that you check out her books and you really get into your own stories. What are the stories that hold you back? What are the stories about money? Right, We all have a money story about how our parents were around money or our grandparents were around money and that that may very well be keeping you from having the financial abundance that you desire. Or stories about dreams and purpose. Did you learn that dreams are for other people? Did you learn not to dream at all? Did you learn that It's ridiculous that things like writing or art are pipe dreams. We have to get clear on what that old story is and then shift the story to move forward. That's what one of you is doing out there because I received this incredible review on the podcast that I want to read. Wow, oh wow. Stumbled upon this and decided to listen to the top favorite episodes to get a feel for it. And only needed to listen to the first one to know it's everything I needed. I cried. I screamed. I laughed with joy. Can't wait to continue this journey. Excuse me while I binge from Honey Love in the United States of America. Honey Love, I love you. I'm so happy that you found the Purpose Girl podcast. I love that you're crying and screaming and laughing with me. I'm so glad you're on this journey, and I can't wait to continue to know you and love you as part of this community. All of you, if you've been out there and you've been wanting to leave a review for the Purpose Girl podcast, now is the time. Please pause just for two minutes go over to Apple Podcasts, scroll all the way down. And then there is a place to say, leave a review, leave that five-star review. And you can just write one sentence. And the reason it's so important is that that's how more women are going to find the Purpose Girl podcast. That's how more women are going to find our Purpose Girls network over on Facebook. That's how we are going to change the world one woman at a time. And so for International Women's Day, one thing you could do, right? This podcast is totally free life coaching for you. So one thing you could do for me, one thing you could do for the women out there in the world is to pause the podcast right now and go ahead and just leave a one sentence review about why you love the Purpose Girl podcast. That's how women in Hong Kong, women in Tanzania, women in Malta, women in Macau, women in the United States are finding this community and that's how we're changing the world, one woman at a time. So thank you. While we're paused, I want to share with you one thing that I have been loving, and that is FabFitFun. So I don't know if you are someone who loves discovering new products, or you're really into beauty and fashion and constantly on the hunt for the next best thing, or maybe you're someone like me who used to you know, live with a big sister who was really into that kind of thing, and that's where you got your intel, but now you're not living with her as an adult, and so you don't have that info. Any of these, you must try FabFitFun. Seriously, I was not the kind of person who would get these quarterly boxes, but I've been getting them now and I love them because Fun is allowing women everywhere to discover new products, to get the coolest, cutest things that are out there and to get them at way reduced cost. You get this package Every quarter, it's like Christmas or Hanukkah or your birthday four times a year. And I'll tell you, I was in a super grumpy mood when I opened my last box, and it just cheered me up. So I just opened the FabFitFun spring box and found a super cute backpack with vegan leather straps, which, by the way, I needed because I broke my last one. There was a Swell water bottle, which makes up for the cost of the box in the first place. And skincare, eye depuffing gel, like purifying face cleanser, such good stuff. There are always full-size products, so no samples of everything, and every box is guaranteed to have $200 or more in retail value. The box I just opened had a retail value of $350. So I'm telling you, these boxes always sell out. Sign up for FabFitFun today. Use my code PURPOSE to get $10 off your first box. Go to FabFitFun.com. Start getting the box for a life well-lived to have fun. It's so great. It's like Christmas or Hanukkah. Use promo code PURPOSE to get $10 off your first box That's over $200 worth of goodies for only $39.99. Again, FabFitFun.com. Use my code PURPOSE and you'll get $10 off the first box. Okay, back to the women who inspire me. I've mentioned her before on this podcast and I must mention her again. Regina Thomasauer, otherwise known as Mama Gina. Words do not express how much I have learned from this woman, how much I adore this woman. She has not had it easy, okay? So, Regina Thomashower is teaching women to be in their pleasure, teaching women to live from a place of joy and that our power is in our pussies. Yes, I said pussy. And it's not a dirty or a bad word because we're actually reclaiming that word. This idea, do you know how many women have been sexually assaulted and even if not assaulted, even just walking by a construction site and hearing woohoo, woohoo, right? It's like our sexuality, our core essence, our femininity has been made to be this thing that, you know, everyone wants to sleep with us and at the same time it's degraded. And so what she has been doing for more than 20 years is to help women reconnect with their pleasure. It's like how many women, I was at one of her conferences recently, and she talked about how it's like women are living like on saltine crackers, like this dry diet of salting crackers and water. Why? Why are we doing that to ourselves? Why are we denying ourselves joy? So her work is really based on this idea of coming back into our bodies, coming back into our joy, back into our pleasure. And having fun with life. And that the more fun we have with life, the more we flirt with life, the more we allow ourselves the yummy things, whether that's a bubble bath or it's hot sex or it's a cute outfit, anything that brings you pleasure, the more you are attracting into your life what you desire. And she's really calling upon all women to stand in their full power and do it together as sisters. And last year I did her program. I'm actually redoing it this year because it's so amazing. And her book, Pussy, yes, it's called Pussy. A reclamation. And I've had more women tell me that they cannot get this book because their kids can't see them reading a book called Pussy. Well, first of all, why not? Teach them. Take this moment and teach them because the word vagina actually doesn't cover what our full feminine genitals are. Vagina is just the sheath, right? That's the word. It's, it's just the, the tube that a penis goes into or a tampon. So Pussy, you could say labia, right? You could say yoni, which is the Sanskrit word. The idea of pussy, she was very intentional that we're taking the word back. It might make you giggle. It might make you embarrassed. And if, so you could have a conversation with your kids, even your teenage boys about respecting, respecting women, respecting their femininity. And if you're that uncomfortable with the book cover, then take it off and wrap it just like you used to do your textbooks when you were in high school, right? I used to wrap them in like the kind of bag you get from the grocery store. So wrap it right? Put construction paper around it. Read this book. A thing about Regina that I admire so much is she grew up with a difficult life. When she was a little girl, her brother abused her. He would look at her naked through holes. And even when she tried to patch it up, he would undo the patches and keep looking at her. And so she was in constant terror of her own brother and her parents didn't intercede. At some point, they tried taking him to a child psychologist. But really, she grew up terrified and alone and was scared of her own power. She was terrified. She wanted to cut herself off from her sexuality because that was the thing that was causing her pain in her body, causing her family pain. And the fact is that way too many girls, way too many women have been abused physically, verbally, mentally, sexually. And it creates, as she says in her book, Pussy, it creates disconnection from her power. She says, in this place, this is on page 39, she has no access to a sense of herself and no connection to her body, her divinity, or her radiance. She is no longer her own. She has lost her center just as I lost mine. She went on then, when she had been a little girl, she had been visited in her bed by the goddess. An image she saw of what she believed was divinity And she went on to try to find the goddess somewhere, to try to connect with womanhood, with femininity, with that sensuality, with powerful women. And she looked at synagogue and didn't see them and went with friends to church and didn't see the image there. And so she went on her own journey of what is divinity. And she realized that it is inside of ourselves. It's inside of our own bodies. She says, your world is your temple and your body is the altar. Your world is your temple and your body is the altar. She inspires me so much. I have to tell you, the work she is doing is so transformational. I have seen women literally transform from feeling fat and ugly into wearing red sequins, hot pants or lingerie and feeling goddess-like and beautiful. I have seen more women transform by being in their pleasure through learning from her. What Regina is doing is so radical that there are haters out there. There are people online who say mean and nasty things about what she's doing. And what inspires me so much about her is that she is continuing on knowing what a service she is doing, because I am telling you, I've been in the room with hundreds of women whose lives have been transformed, my life transformed because I got into my body, because I got into my sensuality, my sexuality, because I allow myself the full range of all of my emotions. So here's a woman. She is putting herself out there. She's putting her wisdom and her knowledge out there. And her book became a New York Times bestseller. Okay. So she's putting it out there, even though there are people who are haters. And who are the people who are haters? They're probably men who don't want their women in their pleasure, who don't want their women sexualized, or they're women who are afraid of getting into their truth. But this woman inspires me because she keeps going 20 years. She keeps going more than 20 years. She is teaching women. And I am so inspired by you, Regina. Thank you. I want to tell you now about Tererai Trent. This is a woman who Oprah said was her favorite interview of all time. Tererai grew up in Zimbabwe. She came from a long line of generations of women who had been denied rights. They had no rights. They were married off before they were 18. They were never told anything about dreams. That wasn't even discussed. No education. And so her grandmother and her mother were born into lives that they didn't define, lives that they didn't get to choose. Right. It was still a colonial system when she was growing up. Poverty, like severe poverty. And her grandmother did everything she was supposed to. She passed it down to her mother who did everything she was supposed to. And then it was passed down to her, but she didn't want it. But she had no choice. She was married off and had four kids by the age of 18. Four kids. No education. And all she wanted was an education. All she wanted was an education. I mean, can you imagine if you're listening to this and you're living somewhere where you're given a free education? And it's not a question if girls will get an education. We just do and we can We have everything at our fingertips, and that's why we deserve and must use all of the resources at our fingertips to live to our full potential, to live our dreams. Like, why the heck not? So when Zimbabwe was freed from colonialism, different people came, people from America, people from Australia. And a woman, I think she was from America, said to her, met her, and said, what are your dreams and Tara, I said, she had never even thought about it. She didn't know that she could have dreams. So she sat there with this American woman and she realized what, what I want. I want to come to America for a degree. I want a high school diploma. I want a college degree. I want a master's degree. I want a PhD. She actually said that. I want a PhD. She was enthralled with American women, she said, because American women were empowered. American women were like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go be a doctor. I'm going to go start my own business. I'm going to be an inventor. I'm going to be a mom and I'm going to love it, but it's a choice. And so she realized by meeting these women that were coming to Zimbabwe that it was achievable, that she could do it. This one woman made her believe. So she went home to her mother and told her mother about these dreams. And her mom said to her, I mean, can you imagine how scared she must have been? Her mom, who had never been allowed to dream. Her mom's mother had never been allowed to dream. She taught her daughter not to dream. Can you imagine that conversation that her mom might have said, who do you think you are? You can't do that. But instead, her mom said, Tara, if you believe it and you work hard, you will achieve your dreams. You are defining who you are as a woman and for generations to come. Bam. Right? What we're doing every day is defining womanhood what's defining personhood. It's defining generations to come. So she knew that she had to pursue these degrees to teach her daughters. And so she went ahead. And so her mother added one thing to her dreams. Her mother told her that her dreams will have greater meaning when they're tied to the betterment of community. Right? So she said, don't just get these degrees to have these degrees because they're your personal goal. Use these degrees to do something that matters to others. It was purpose. I don't know that her mom used the word, but that's what it was, purpose. This is, this is the whole thing with purpose, right? How many of you use your skills and talents to take care of other people, whether that's people at work, it's your animals, it's your kids, but are you using them in a way that brings you joy? Are you taking a goal and really saying, oh, I can live my full potential and I can like live this joyful life where I am uplifting and inspiring others. And so she said, I want to improve the lives of women and girls in my community. I want to create employment opportunities for girls and women. And I will tell you, she went for it. It took her eight years to finish high school. She did it all correspondence. It took her eight years. And then finally, it came time for her to go get a bachelor's degree in the United States. And she had no money. And she has this incredible story of somehow getting to the United States, now with five kids and getting to the University of Oklahoma. She ended up eating out of trash cans to feed her family. The only way she could feed her kids was to feed them out of trash cans. And she almost gave up. She went to the university because her kids weren't getting any nutrients. They weren't getting any fruits or vegetables. And their gums were bleeding and they were ill. So she said, "I, I have my dreams, but I cannot do this to my kids. And so they suggested her talking to... A grocery store about the fruits and vegetables that they throw away. And that's how she ended up going into the trash can. And she thought to herself, I can't be ashamed of going to the trash can to get fruits and vegetables for my children when there are people back in Zimbabwe who are starving. When there are people here in the streets of the United States who have nothing. I have no right to complain, right? There are people who are worse off. And so she did it. She got those fruits and vegetables for her kids. She raised her kids. She worked, oh God, I'm trying to remember, three, four jobs while she was going to school. And she not only got her bachelor, she got her master's. She went on to get her PhD. And now she has written incredible book, The Awakened Woman. Just like Pussy and Just Like You Are a Badass, you can get it in the show notes. There's a link. And this is a book for all women. It's her journey. It's a book for all women. And She's got practical tools daily rituals. I love when she talks about the daily rituals for women because she says it's really coming home to ourselves, coming home to ourselves. And that's what we need every day. took me a long time to realize that I had to have a daily practice of coming home to myself because otherwise I'm just, it's in the go, 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 but coming home to yourself. It's sacred feminine wisdom. She also talks about writing down your goals and how you're so much more likely to achieve them. If you write them down, she's got amazing practical tools and you must check her out. Another woman I'm so inspired by is Brene Brown. If you have not read her work on shame and vulnerability and The Gifts of Imperfection was like one of my all-time favorite books. It changed my life in shifting me from feeling like I had to be perfect and being ashamed if I wasn't into what she calls shame resilience because she says shame likes to hide in dark corners. Shame cannot live when we talk about it. And that's why I love running sisterhoods of women. That's why I have my empowered group of women. That's why I have the Free Purpose Girls Women's Happiness Network Facebook group, so we can share our truth. We're all going through a lot, right? You're not abnormal if you're feeling overwhelmed. You're not abnormal if you feel stuck and you don't know what your dreams are. Rather, we have to acknowledge that and here all the other women go, oh my God, I feel the same way. All right, now let's lift each other up. That's what this is all about. And her books, I'm currently reading Rising Strong, so I can't really speak about it yet, but her books do this. Her work does this. And so you wanna check out Brene Brown, B-R-E-N-E Brown, and her work will change your life. She went through her own experience in doing this research of realizing I'm not living open-hearted. I'm allowing shame to get in my way. I'm not being vulnerable. And so she has these incredible books, Daring Greatly, about opening up and being brave enough to be vulnerable. And I recommend her work so much. There are so many women that I could talk to you about. So many of my clients who inspire me to no end who were abused as children and now they are taking care of their own children, getting up every single day and working through their trauma and still saying, what are my dreams and going for it? Women who have gotten divorced, who were left by men who went for younger women and they were left feeling ashamed and ugly and are doing the work to feel beautiful and alive. Women who have made the brave decision to leave their abusive partners client of mine last year after doing the four-month empowered program that's what she did she left her abusive husband and ended generations of abuse so that her children didn't see it and now she got herself she was working part-time and living with this abusive husband and she left him and now she got a new job this is her second job since leaving him and she has like an office with windows and she's like living in a palace and like can you imagine her kids seeing that in her my assistant jessica inspires me Because she has been through so much, including abuse, and she is raising her kids to be educated, raising her kids to be good-hearted, open, loving people. Christy, who helps me run the Purpose Girls Women's Happiness Network Facebook group, inspires me so much. She left a bad marriage, and she had moved across the country for him. And she heard me on the radio. She was feeling stuck, and she heard me on the radio, and she reached out to me and started doing coaching with me. And at first, she wasn't returning my phone calls, but I did not let her go. All right, woman, what did you, you were calling me for some reason and I kept at her and now we've discovered her passion for empowering women and that's why she's helping me run the Purpose Girls Women's Happiness Network now. And it's her idea. Every Wednesday, we put out a Women Crush Wednesday honoring a woman in our community. That's her idea. These women, there are so many. I could, so many, I could go on and on. They inspire me. My birth sister, my soul sisters, my friends, colleagues, women, so much. You inspire me. Listeners out there, you inspire me. I want to hear your stories. I think so often about putting together books or some, some something of women's stories because your stories are so powerful. Please share them with me. Go to PurposeGirl.com. Get the Living on Purpose Guide, which is an amazing workbook that helps you figure out your own purpose. It's totally free. And then you'll get on my newsletter list. And I want to hear from you. I want you to email me What are your stories? What have you overcome? Who inspires you? Find me on Instagram at Karen Rockhine and send me a note and tell me who inspires you and why. Join the Purpose Girls Facebook group. It's totally free. And let's talk about the women that inspire us. It's so important. Share this podcast. Share it on your Instagram. Tag me. That's how more and more women are finding out about it. Share this podcast on Facebook. That's how more and more women are finding out about it. Send this episode to a woman who inspires you with a thank you note. Bring this episode or bring me to your company so that we can do a workshop on women knowing their strengths, knowing their power, knowing who they are and going for it. That's how we're gonna change this world. One woman at a time. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts with your words. That's what makes women stop and go, oh, I gotta, I gotta listen to this. That's how we can celebrate International Women's Day, by inspiring other women. The fact is, is that we are the ones who are going to help each other to lift up. We are the ones who are gonna bring this world into balance. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please leave me those reviews. Please send me those notes. I love hearing from you, especially on International Women's Day. It would mean so much to me. And finally, if you're ready to be a woman who inspires others, you are ready to be a woman who is living your own dreams. You're ready to not be stuck, but to be out there in your own way, feeling powerful, feeling brave, feeling beautiful. Then let's talk about coaching. I'm opening up three spaces for spring, just three So let's talk about coaching. It would be my honor to do for you what I've done for other clients. One of my clients who sent me a note yesterday about how her new she's back in school because we discovered for her that interior design is like what lights her up. And after being a stay-at-home mom for the last 10 years, she's back in school and she's loving it. Let's do that for you. Because the role model she's setting for her three girls, we can be setting too. And so email me, let's talk about coaching. Go to my website, PurposeGirl.com. There's information there about coaching and there's an application, a form to fill out. I cannot wait to further serve and support you. As always, I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening and happy International Women's Day. May you live purposefully. May you love yourself and may you love life. Bye for now.